Hello, my friends. It's Andy and Hedia coming to you live from Orange County, California. Fantastic. <laughs> it's a little late, huh? It is. I'm feeling a little... Um, Sleepy? No. I, I'm feeling... Um, not, what is the word I'm looking for? Like Weary? No. Yesterday, we went to this home church. That's why we weren't on yesterday, because uh, we didn't leave until like midnight or something like that. I'm, yeah. Or, I'm not sure what happened. 11. Um, and it's it, it, the worship, the, we had a piano player there yes. at this home church. And when we talked, <laughs> <laughs> as people talked, he yeah, played the, organ, the piano. Yeah. And when we like hit a, like an important part of our testimony, he would dun dun dun, and then he would like play yes. according to what it is we were talking about, and and then we had time where we were praying over each other. People were hitting the ground, hitting the deck. Yep. Uh, people were crying. People were speaking in tongues. If there would have been snakes, people would have been <laughs> no snakes though. It would have would have been handed out the snakes. It was um, kind of what we've been reading here in Wigglesworth a little yes. bit with his uh, healings and. And speaking in tongues, it was uh, like a little Pentecostal church we were in yes. in this home thing. So I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to go through all of that. However, it's uh, it's just I don't know how to explain it. I've been in this fog ever since the Lord's fog. The Lord's fog is there actually a thing? Yes, because <laughs> He's drawing you closer to Him, and until it like becomes clear, I feel um, I have felt that many times. Really? Yeah, because it's just you've had an experience and it hasn't entirely. Uh, the word that keeps coming to my mind is gelled, but mm. basically just come to full consciousness. Mm. If that makes sense. Yeah, your spirit know. knows exactly what happened, but your mind and heart are trying to process it. So it's trying to catch up. Yeah, And you don't know, we don't know how much of it the Lord will actually allow our consciousness to know. I'm not sure how I feel about it. Because, yeah, because he kept praying, the guy kept praying over you. You can't white knuckle this, oh my Andy. Gosh. Yeah, like I was fighting. What am I? I'm not fighting anything. I you mean, were. You but were. I wasn't. But you, look, but you don't realize you uh -oh. are. You don't realize that your, your body's defense mechanisms doesn't want to let the spirit take over. He had oil on his hand and on my head. Yeah, and, you wouldn't go down. You were no. not having it. You were not having it. I, I want to get into it a little bit more afterwards. Uh, and I'm sorry if I we started on this whole thing, but um, I just feel like I'm like in this weird space. I hear you. And I and I really the fog. I'm in a fog. And um, so Anyway, hey, um, uh, go to resurrectministry.com. That's where you'll find uh, other content to, that we put out there, especially Hedia with her uh, Remnant Rising show that she does for His Glory TV and uh, more of our episodes and interview with Jack and a whole bunch of stuff. So go there, check it all out, and uh, make sure and send us a, a message and uh, sign up for the newsletter. Yes. And, uh, and then there's a donate button if you wish to do that too. Tonight, we'll be giving away this hat right here. This very hat that has been worn on my head. <laughs> really? You're giving them a used one? Yeah, for a second I put it on my head. See? So it's a worn, it's like a game jersey that you get from, you know, oh, like a because you yeah. hear all that in a bag of chips. 
This is a now game, they for sure this want is it. a game worn hat so we'll be giving this away the thing is is that you need to make sure and um hashtag hashtag jesus is what you want to write just the hashtag and then jesus in the comments uh wherever you're watching from and hopefully it'll show up <laughs> in the show here but type in hashtag jesus and i'll be reminding you guys throughout the show as we do this um uh, we're reading from smith wigglesworth devotional uh for june 4th the title is True Worship. The reference is uh, John 4, 24, which says, God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. The scripture reading is John 4, 1 through 30. Smith says in his devotional, we appreciate cathedrals and churches, but God does not dwell in temples made by hands, but in the sanctuary of the heart. I love that. The Father seeks true worshipers who will worship him in spirit and truth. The church is the body of Christ. Its worship is a heart worship, a longing to come into the presence of God. God sees our hearts and will open our understanding. The Lord delights in his people. He wants us to come to a place of undisturbed rest and peace that is found only in God. Only simplicity will bring us there. As Jesus placed a little child in the middle of the disciples, he said, unless you are converted and become as little children, mm -hmm. you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. That's from Matthew 18, 3. He did not mean that we should seek to have a child's mind, but a child's meek and gentle spirit. It is the only place to meet God. He will give us that place of worship. How my heart cries mm -hmm. out for a living faith and a deep vision of God, the world cannot produce. Oh, sorry. The world cannot produce it. It is a place where we see the Lord, a place where we pray and know that God hears. We can ask God and believe him for the answer. Having no fear, but a living faith to come into the presence of God. In his presence is fullness of joy. At his right hand are pleasures forevermore. The thought for today Everyone who is born of God is kept alive by a power that he cannot see but can feel. 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 A power that is generated in glory, comes down into earthen vessels, yes. and returns to the throne of God. Earthen vessels. Just a mere earthen vessel. Earthen vessel. <sighs> Woo! You know, I just... Um, I just love this this idea that uh, that 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 we're the vessel. We're, that's all he needs. That we don't have to build all these elaborate temples, although we do build some pretty spectacular churches. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he doesn't need that though. Um, is uh, would that be? Is that a a fleshly thing? Is that people need? A, I mean, some people need a nice place to go with nice chairs. Well, that and changed sound over time system. Mm. because the first churches were not that way. They, they were the church in the book of Acts. They were in people's homes. They gathered in small groups. They still happen in lands in which they're persecuted, where Christians are persecuted. But um, the Western church evolved into, and I think it was still started in Catholicism. They evolved into these elaborate buildings because I remember the, the original church, the original western you know european churches were catholic mm -hmm. and so they had the hierarchy and then they had the priests and then they had the places where the priests would 
would stay. And so they became this elaborate structure. And I think modern day has just kind of inherited that. But that's not the way it started. You know, I think that's one of the things that attracted me to the Christian faith coming from uh, a Catholic upbringing is that first when I went to his friend's church, Yorba Linda was the very first Christian church I went into. Oh, and it was an okay. old build. It was a, a temporary building while they were building the main sanctuary oh, that we see today. I didn't know that. Yeah, that was the first time I went. And uh, what what grabbed me is the, <laughs> which is kind of funny now, is the uh like it was relaxed hmm. like i remember as a as a catholic my dad would dress up in a suit it was big and my yeah. mom would dress a lot up of and pomp my, and circumstance my, my sisters would wear you know their sunday best the sunday best dress at, at the christian temporary building over there at friends you know flip-flops and, and shorts and t-shirts and and you know although some people do wear suits and get dressed up yeah right? but it was just the re it was it was a little bit more relaxed and the singing was rock and roll and uh, it wasn't the organ, boom, 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 which yeah. kind of scared me as a kid. Like it reminded <laughs> little... me of a scary movie. Yeah. But then they would, we would also meet at the beach or we'd meet at a park and we'd have the same worship, same, same, same. That it was the same movement, whether it was in that building with all the speakers and everything and the carpet and the, and the fluffy seats or sitting on the ground on a towel that worshiping God was just as spectacular. And amazing. It didn't, it and wasn't about the building because it's about him. And we're and, the vessels. Yeah. We're the vessels. It's our heart. Right. Sorry. Did I get on a tangent? No, not at all. Um, what do you get from this devotion? What's the main thing that jumps out at you? They got his spirit. Hmm. We know that we have to worship in spirit and truth, but I, you know, people struggle well, one of the main things that people struggle with in Christianity is the notion of the Trinity. And it makes even more sense to me now that if God is spirit in order to, to directly contact humanity, that spirit has to be wrapped in a flesh. He couldn't have been wandering around like a ghost looking like a ghost would have scared everybody, you know? So besides the fact that he had to pay the ultimate sacrifice by knowing our sin and, and experiencing what it's like to to live as a human being so that he had uh, an understanding for creation. Uh, but just the fact that he's a spirit and that's why he can come inside of us as the Holy spirit and dwell inside of us. It, it, it just hit me in a, in a new way today. Well, I think from our experience yesterday <laughs> for me, you're used to it. Uh, I think, but this home church thing, I, I'm, I'm getting used to all these different uh, titles for the different things that we do. We yes. have, a, I have a Bible study that I do with men, Yes. which we didn't do much Bible studying today. We talked about guns and uh, fishing <laughs> and other, other stuff. So they got the Bible study. Then we have the life group. Yep. And then we had the home church. Yes. And they and are, and we have church. <laughs> and then we have two churches. <laughs> two churches. <laughs> We're crazy. We're busy Christians. We're crazy for God. Um, and so th this whole discussion now is really kind of funny because it's just, it's still, even as I said yesterday, it's still new, even though I've been in the faith for 30 some odd years, that it's, this seems so brand new to me. 
Oh. And it's um, it, it's more so because now I know that my eternity started when I accepted Jesus Christ, which I didn't know that before. That he dwells inside me, which I did not know that before either. I thought he walked like beside me. Which is how you were able to shut the door every now and then. Yeah, I was, I was like, shut him out. Like I, I squeeze in <laughs> and then shut the door. <laughs> kind of like when you're not trying to not let the dog out. Yeah. I was trying to get out. You're like, Jesus, I want to go in here by myself. <laughs> I want to do something that I know you're not going to like. Um, but it's just like this whole brand new thing. Oh, and then hearing crazy. this almost, I mean, I, I know again that I've read this before, but it's a whole new, a whole new way of looking at it. It, it really is. is. Brings you, it just brings you closer to who he is. It's kind of, it's kind of like, um, it's a, <laughs> you know what it is. And I'm going to say this, but it does, does not, this is not about you because the more I get to know you, the more that I love you, Aww. which is a rare thing uh, in, uh, in many relationships. The more you get to know somebody, the more irritating they become. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope I'm not becoming irritating. No. You know what I'm saying? I mean, sure. uh, and so like an example is in, in my life is that when I met somebody, they had this accent, a, a French accent. And, you know, it was it was kind of cute. And they would say things differently, like shut the light instead of turn off the light. And I go and it, oh, it's so she says shut the light. Um, and the water fountain was called a bubbler and the <laughs> trunk was called a boot and um, and the hood was called a bonnet. It was like this, this thing, like, you know, like, oh, how cute that is. And then it wasn't that much longer, like two years later, like it's turn off the light. It's not shut the light. I don't know why you keep saying that. It's not a bubbler. It's a fountain. Why? Why? I've told you that the grocery cart is a grocery. It's not a carriage. Why do you keep calling the grocery cart a carriage? Like in the beginning, it was, it was like, oh, that's so lovely. It's so nice. And now it's like, I now come by now. You don't know what this is really called. Oh no. But this relationship with God and, and the Holy Spirit, Jesus, the, the triune, the, the Ooh, look at you <laughs> pull out the triune. It is just like I've I've known you for 30 years, but it feels like I'm just getting to know you. That's beautiful. And it's spectacular. I hope that was beautiful because it I felt like I was burning some bridges there. But um I'm just I love it. I love it so much. I love uh, I love this relationship that uh this just keeps growing and growing and growing. It's a spectacular. Kind of like ours. Aww. What about you? <laughs> this, uh, I, I'm stuck on this feeling. I'm a little bit in a fog. I'm stuck on this feeling last night where I, uh, I dropped when they prayed over me. I, I fainted and I um, was taken to the presence of the Lord. And I kept saying, where are you taking me? Where are you taking me? And I was afraid. I was a little bit afraid. I thought I was dying. And um I, f I feel like when he sensed I was afraid, it stopped. And I was like, no, no, I want to go. Where are you taking me? I want to go. I want to go. Can I see what John saw? Can I see the church of, Re uh, you know, can I see the book of Revelation? Like, can I go there? Where, where can I see the last days? Like, I, and I was suddenly like this goofy kid. I was like, no, don't close the door. And, it, and I'm still stuck on that. Like, I wonder where he was going to take me. Um, so I'm, st I'm still stuck on that, mm. on that thought. Do you think, uh, do you think he teases us? Like, you know, I'll show you a little bit and then well know, no they, he, uh, absolutely that he'll you know based on what you could take but mm -hmm. based on the how he wants to reveal things so I don't know how magnificent it was going to be but I know whatever I did was I scared I mean I, I prevented <laughs> it because I had um, a spirit of fear 
I thought I was dying. Wow. It's uh, 2 p.m. on a Sunday where Kate is. That's always so interesting <laughs> That's so to me. amazing. Uh, and do what Jan did. Type in hashtag Jesus, just like it says there at the bottom. Type that in so you can win this hat. This is our giveaway night that we're going to give away this hat. So please, we can't just have Jan. We'll just, we'll just have to give it to her. But uh, type There's in. There's nothing wrong with just giving it to Jan. I, well, we'll probably do that anyway. But just go ahead and type in hashtag Jesus um, just so we can have some fun with our giveaway tool that we have. Jan French says the old building at Friends Church looks like the Noah at Noah's Ark. It, does. <laughs> it actually does. That's funny that she says that. I never th thought about that before, but she's right. Maybe that was on purpose. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, darn it. I read those comments and now I forgot what I was going to talk about with. Um, oh, I was going to ask you when you were um, spending that time away, from, not on the planet. Yes. Um, you remember anything else? Was it very? Was it bright? Was it? Uh, was it? Was it cold? Was it hot? Was it? It wasn't a temperature, but my breathing stopped, which I think is what threw me off. Which thought made me think I was going to die, but um, there were clouds. I can't even say like big cotton balls. It would look. It was like walking on clouds a little bit. Yeah, it was like almost like smoky. <laughs> Really? <laughs> yeah, it was like kind of like like as if when you go through the plane on a plane. Yeah, you, you know. Take it, uh, yeah, off. and yeah. then you're just like, whoa, what is this? It looked, felt a little bit like that. Yeah. Was there turbulence? No, <laughs> not that I know of. But I felt like I was going into another dimension, and then he stopped. Wow. Well, I'm glad he didn't take you. Well, I don't think I'm not, I don't. I'm not, I don't I'm not done with was, you yet. I don't think I was supposed to die. I, but that's the thing is afterwards I, I felt bad. I was like, oh, that's really silly. Why did I think I was going to die? You know, I just think that I, it wasn't time. <laughs> it, it wasn't time for him to reveal whatever it was he was going to reveal. That stuff still freaks me out. I, I just, um, I don't know. I have. Uh... So uh, just one more, because people have joined. And so we started talking about this. We had a, a, a home church that we went to last night. Yes. Uh, her friend, Mariama and uh, Ken, husband and wife. She's from Somalia, former Muslim. Yes. Uh, and they have a home church. And it, it's just very, it's very different than anything that I'm used to. And I remember early on in my Christian walk that we went to a church, uh, not you and I, but me and my ex went to a church in uh, Brea, which was a Pentecostal I remember you telling me about that. And people were starting to speak in tongues. And I said, okay, I've had enough of this. And I, <laughs> I, I got to get out of here. Those people are weird. So it's still, it's, uh, it's, uh, I have a, a tough time with it. Um, even though we've been reading about it in Smith Wigglesworth, and I'm sure that there's, uh, there has to be others that there's, there's their Christian faith that read the Bible and hear what God has to say. And let me repent. And then I'm fine. And I've uh, maybe, I think it was Kate was on the show or maybe Jan was too. If you recall two nights ago, we said, is there anybody like Smith that still walks the earth? Like these stories he tells seem so outlandish. Is there anybody like that? And we literally met someone last night that was like the modern day Wiggles. Yeah. Like he 50 years on fire for the Lord uh, could, you know, tell you he could prophesy over people. He spoke in tongues. He cast out demons. I mean, he made me drop twice. It was and I was fighting it. I was fighting dropping. Like really? I didn't want to drop. I didn't want to drop in that room. And I, it was just like, 
uh, and I was like, Shoo. How do you guys feel about that? I mean, if you would have been in this room, you would have, I, you know, during worship, I close your eyes. We all kind of stood up and stood together in the middle of the room, 15 of us, something like that, maybe more, 15 to 20 of us. And I close my eyes and I hear a lot of crying and, you know, these, these people speaking in tongues and I'm trying to concentrate and trying to stay in my place with God. But it, it, this is, I don't know. It's just hard. It's difficult for me to hear all that going on and not get distracted um. and thinking, what the heck's going on? So I kept my eyes closed. And then suddenly I hear this voice in my head saying, you don't belong here. And it wasn't my voice. It was a strong, s- stronger sounding voice. Like, get out. You, you don't belong here. Bad spirit. <laughs> and that freaked me out because now I'm just talking to myself in my head. And then I got lost in my head. You know what I'm saying? Yes. We, was- we all watched it. <laughs> we all watched it. Andy was fighting it. He, it, was, it was like a war inside Andy. And we could all see it. And then all of a sudden I felt his hand on my forehead. I was <laughs> just like, it was just like that. Like, trying wow. to get it out. And then, bam. And then I got some hands on my back, which I don't feel comfortable with, friends. Uh, I am not uh, used to. Yeah. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't mind hugging people, but I don't like. Men that I don't know putting their hands on me. I don't. I didn't know any of these guys. Come over too. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't even know. But um, but then all of this stuff started happening, which is always that thing. Wait, is this is this really happening? And then next day I open my eyes and I see people on the ground (laughs) and I see Hedia down and Mariama's rubbing your head and uh, some other woman's down and she's bawling like crazy she's soaking wet yeah she was having her, her face was wet even her hair was wet and uh, so i mean i'm just laying this all out there but it's hard it's difficult for me yeah. it's i have this moment i want to have this i don't know if it was what it was that was telling me that you don't belong here it was almost like it was saying it was trying to. It was trying to prevent you from hearing what right. you heard after. It's a. It's this evil the, spirit. The, the devil was working on my weakness. Yes. There we go. That just came to me. That was definitely working. Sorry. I've been saying it to you for twenty four <laughs> hours, but you got it now. I'm glad. Woo. Because you gotta feel it for yourself. <laughs> you just got that. You just got that. Right on. I think, I think. I think the devil was working on my weakness. Yes. And saying he thought, you know, I'll just tell him to leave and he'll walk out. Right. And I. You don't pretty, belong here. I came pretty close to walking out. Except that your wife is on the floor and you're is like, I can't leave it? without can't. her. Yeah. And she's out. <laughs> so there's a Hedia. get up Uh, Janet experience at vineyard church which is so funny you should say say that that. because they're all from vineyard (laughs) they're all from vineyard Vineyard. yeah we're gonna have to get jan to tell some of the backstory because he explained the split between chuck misler and chuck smith and the cavalries and the vineyards and so he stayed with like the vineyard group that was much more about the holy spirit and and um in using gifts of the spirit and speaking in tongues and that Chuck Misler, I can't remember if he said it's Chuck Misler that made the decision or Chuck Smith that made the decision that they were not going to go that direction. And they were going to strict, they were going to be an expository Bible church. And he says, that's kind of, you know, he said it was amicable and they stayed friends. The leader of the vineyard, Jan probably knows the name. I don't remember it. Sorry. Um, And him remained very close. Actually, I think, one of them performed the funeral of the other. 
Uh, but I could see, and and I, and what I love about it for us is this is the marriage of those two early churches. You know, uh, the they all arose out of the Jesus Revolution that happened in the '70s here in the states, and um, I just I'm so grateful that we're getting both wings of it. And they all are like Mariama too. She was at uh, Calvary Costa Mesa for 20 years. 25 oh. years before she started the home church. So she's like, we, we were grounded in the Bible. We are grounded in the Bible. And we just felt like we were being called to, to more, to know more of God. And it's knowing God in a kind of a different way. <laughs> Carl. Yeah. Carl yes, says, Carl. as a former cop like you, Andy, it's hard to give up control. I would have felt the same way. Yes. Yeah. And this man was, he was a pretty, you know, he was a kind of a burly dude, but yeah, he was strong. Was, and he kept looking at it. He's like, Andy, can't wait. Knuckle this, Andy. Let go. <laughs> and Andy was not having it. He's like, come on, come on. He's reading over tongues. He's pressing on his heart. Uh, yeah, he's pulling my back. He's trying to pull some moves on me. And I'm yeah. like, hey, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> it was great. It he was, was like great. six foot, something, yeah. six foot two, big, a big dude. Um, and a manly man. He manly was man. A manly man. And you could tell that he, back in the day, he, had some hair probably he and, could throw down if yeah. he had to <laughs> i think he could still throw down hanging out with hell's angels probably yep. at uh at uh, calvary costa mesa with bare feet yep flip-flops um yeah that was um i i i, I love the experience i love the experience and i know that that's where god wants me to be amen um and so i that's why i stayed it wasn't, it wasn't because I wouldn't leave you. It really is. It, I, I, I didn't want to leave you, but it was, it was about. I didn't want to leave you or I wouldn't have left you. I wouldn't you. have left you. But okay. it wasn't because of that, that I stayed. That's the word. It was because I, I knew that that's where I was supposed to be. That was my. That's and we, we had prayed a pretty serious prayer before walking in that room. I can tell. I mean, how do you, <laughs> we, we got to stop saying stuff out loud. Because every time we say something out loud, God goes, okay. Because <laughs> we really wanted him to move that night. We were like, Lord, we're so excited to meet you. We want to meet you in this place. We want you, we want to get to know you in a new way. We want to experience your love. We know you're going to be there. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, Vineyard is the healing church. Oh, yes. There was a lot of that. Yeah. Hey, make sure you put in hashtag Jesus. Because we only yeah, sell Carl. one. We need more. Hashtag Jesus for this hat right here. It's a game worn hat. I didn't wear it last night, so there's no oils or sweat from the from what was going on. <laughs> I just quickly put it on here. Um, but we got others. If you want to clean one, I'll, I'll make sure and get it's you. clean. There we go. Carl put in hashtag Jesus. Good. We need more. Uh, as you're joining, uh, type in hashtag Jesus. Um, what else about we last night that we can share? That um, oh, you. Um, there was a moment where we we gave our testimony. Oh yes, uh, I went on way longer than I thought I was going to go on. You did go on. Well, I did. Well. It was pretty. It was. I was like doing one of my shows. <laughs> <laughs> but it, 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 apparently, God spoke uh, words through me that, that which connected with people because Aww. a couple of people came up and said, "Oh I my gosh!" That. And then some other families we had this connection. But more importantly, you uh, suddenly spoke up after that and uh, said, "I'm not sure why, but the name." Philadelphia. I didn't say the name. I said the Lord is saying this spirit. <laughs> <laughs> the spirit has a message to the churches of the Church of Philadelphia. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. 
And the Lord just said it over and over while we worshiped first. And yeah. then John, the leader said, does anybody have anything burning on their heart that they want um, to cover? That's something the Lord's saying to them. And I was like, yeah, I'm sorry, but the Lord just keeps saying, listen to what the spirit says to the churches and to the church of Philadelphia. And he's like, what? The church of Philadelphia, my friend called this morning and said, I got a scripture for you, brother, for tonight, the church of Philadelphia. <laughs> so it was great. That was pretty awesome. Revelation 3, 7. These things keep starts. coming up. It's just so, so spectacular. God is so good. All right, let's read the scripture that goes along with today's study. And that is, oops, I almost didn't change it. Hold on. Going back. Here we go. So we got uh, John 4, 1 through 30. And I tried to look it up real quick and couldn't find it. If somebody knows and could type it in the, in the chat. I thought there was another one of the gospels that covers the Samaritan woman story, but I could not find it. If you know where else um, it's mentioned, uh, please type it in the chat. Here we go. Therefore, when the Lord knew that the Pharisees had heard that Jesus made and baptized more disciples than John, though Jesus himself did not baptize, but his disciples, he left Judea and departed for Galilee, but he needed to go through Samaria. So he came to the city of Samaria, which is called Sychar, near the plot of ground that Jacob gave to his son, Joseph. Now Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being wearied from his journey, sat thus by the well. It was about the sixth hour. First of all, I don't believe Jesus was weary, but nonetheless. <laughs> a woman of Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, give me a drink. For his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. Then the woman said to him, nor do I think he needed an excuse to ask for water. How is it that you, being a Jew, asks a drink from me, a Samaritan woman? For Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Jesus answered and said to her, if you knew the gift of God and who it is says to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, sir, you have nothing to draw with and the well is deep. When, where do you then get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob who gave us this well and drank from it himself as well as his sons and his livestock? Jesus answered and said to her, whoever drinks of this well, will thirst again, but whoever drinks the water that I shall give him will never thirst, but the water I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. The woman said to him, sir, give me this water that I may not thirst nor come here to draw because she hated drawing the water. And Jesus said to her, go call your husband. Come here. The woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, you have well said, I have no husband. For you have had five husbands, and the one with whom you're living is not your husband, in that you spoke truly. The woman said to him, Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. Our fathers worshipped on this mountain, and you Jews say that in Jerusalem is a place where one ought to worship. Jesus said to her, Woman, believe me, the hour is coming when you will neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem worship the Father. You worship what you do not know. We know what we worship. For salvation is of the Jews, but the hour is coming and now is when the true worshipers will worship the father in spirit and truth for the father is seeking such to worship him. God is spirit and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. I feel like that's what God was teaching us last night, that he wants people who worship him and he's spirit and to worship him truly, you have to worship in spirit and in truth. So the truth is the Bible, but to worship him in spirit, you have to know him spiritually. The woman says to him, I know the Messiah is coming who is called Christ. When he comes, he will tell us all things. Jesus said to her, I who speak to you am he. 
And at this point, his disciples came and they marveled that he was talking with a woman. Yet no one said, what do you seek and why are you talking to her? The woman then left her water pot, went her way into the city and said to the men, come see a man who told me all things I ever did. Could this be the Christ? Then they went out to the city and came to him. And then the story goes on that they found for themselves that he was the Christ and the whole city converted. This combined with two other things tonight for me. The, um, in the devotional, Smith talks about how um, Jesus wants us to be like children. As Jesus placed a little child in the middle of the disciples, he said, unless you are converted and become as little children, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. And then um, Carl's comment about Andy, you being the police officer, and he's the police officer, um, where you can't trust witnesses, victims, suspects, um, <laughs> administration. Uh, you, you know, you just can't trust them. Trust is a very difficult thing. Trusting mm -hmm. that when you're in a room like that last night, that there aren't people that are going to get one over yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that people are touching you and just like, this doesn't feel normal that when we go back to devotional saying, I need you to be like little children. Trusting is this trusting and eager to learn and willing to learn and to experience something new. And like these, now I'm going to go one more step, which you're probably mm. not even expecting. <gasps> but last night when we were, uh, people were speaking in tongues, people around the ground, people were sobbing. There were the, the little children that were there, mm. the children of some of the, not surprised at all. It looks like they, they were walking around and they were yeah. not even like, mommy, why are you on the floor? Nothing, nothing. Yeah. I think one, I think even laid hands on somebody and prayed over it was somebody. So beautiful, she was like four it? or five years old. Yeah. They were like the two, like three and five. And it was almost like, this is what God, again, I, I was, the devil was saying this, you don't belong here, leave. And, and he thought that I would listen to him because I had in the past several times, like, well, this is easy. <laughs> Leave. <laughs> and I didn't that uh, he didn't want me to see all that that was going on and now I'm thinking about these kids these mm, children that so walk around with I, if I, I don't know it was just like now that I'm seeing Carl's comment just kind of like brings it all together I love that that this this is a place where we normally that we would not be a part of because this is just we're not we're not made that way anymore we were Aww. um just not ready for people to do that kind of stuff. Well, because it's not people. It's yielding to the spirit. You know, it's yielding to God. And that's uh, the same. You brought up the same verse that that brought um, clarity to me saying, where are you taking me? Is that's not a child's response. A child grabs a father's hand and goes. It doesn't say, where are you taking me? But I couldn't yield. You know, I was just like, where are you taking me? And then I was like, oh, no. You know, like I caught myself. But it was my consciousness, my intellect saying, no, I need to know where I'm going. I'm afraid, you know, but it's being childlike that you, that just doesn't exist. You go anywhere your parent tells you to go. You just grab their hand. You actually yeah. willingly want to go. Wow. How awesome. Jen says not to change the subject, but did you know that John Wimber, the founder of Vineyard oh, Church, was, was a pastor uh, at Friends Church, your Belinda, before he left to go start Vineyard? He held service at Canyon High. We heard that whole story last we night. We heard that story. <laughs> That's the name we heard. Yes. Yes. 
Thank you for that, Jan, because I knew you had context for all of that. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, you know, I was surprised last night when I heard that it was held at Canyon High. That makes sense to where it ended up. If, and I'm, I'm assuming it's the vineyard that was on La Palma there, the big, the big one, which I think it changed names. It's not, it's not vineyard anymore. Oh, it's not the vineyard. I thought you told me that is it, the vineyard. As long as I've known it's been a vineyard. Oh. And then I drove by today. And it's not. And I was looking and I go, I, I didn't see the normal vineyard but sign. since we've been at, at Life Group, it was vineyard. I'm pretty I know sure we... Jan would know. We're going to wait yes, for Jan's Jan. comment. <laughs> Because I could have sworn a couple of months ago we drove by and it was still called the vineyard. I, I unless I just missed the sign, but I'm so I was so used to seeing the sign there and I looked at it, it said something else entirely different. Uh, Carl says, <laughs> had an experience of people speaking in tongues and they told me to try to speak in tongues and I couldn't do it. I felt really awkward. It made me think of Benny Hinn and his theatrics. <laughs> right. Oh, with you, hundred percent. Oh, that's sure. funny. Um. Yeah, you can't make it, can't force it. You can't fake it. I actually honestly don't even know if people are able to fake. I mean, if there's Benny Hinn's a whole nother level, but I'm sure there's people that could fake it. But it's uh yeah, it was it's it's a crazy thing to speak in tongues. Like it I last night was the first time it had happened to me in years since I first came to Christ. So and I just it couldn't I couldn't stop it. At first, I didn't know it was you because my eyes were closed because your voice sounded different. Yeah, it sounded different to me too. <laughs> it was, I'm telling <laughs> folks, it was a wild, wild time. Woo! If you want to, if you want to go, uh, get hold of us, and we will see uh, if we can bring you to one of the one of the absolutely service. <laughs> it's a home church, home yeah. church service Friday nights. Yeah, it was something else. I I can't even tell you. There was. We got there at 7.30, and the next thing I know, it was almost 11 o'clock. Like, I don't even know how we got there. Yeah. It was like that. But a lot happened between that period of time. Uh, we have Acts 7.48. However, the Most High does not dwell in temples made with hands, as the prophet says. Hmm. He doesn't dwell in temples anymore. But interestingly enough, he comes back in the Millennial Kingdom and dwells in a temple again. That interesting. Hmm. I think it, I we've come to the conclusion in our Bible study that it's God coming full circle with the Jews. You know, started with the temple, ends with the temple, with the king on the throne, and basically just bringing that message into completion. Um, the church at that time is in their incorruptible bodies, and we had already gone up in the rapture and come back down with him. So it's really not about us. Everything that happens in the temples about the land distribution to the 12 tribes and renewing animal sacrifices for a temporal atonement. That's what uh, Ezekiel scripture is about. But it's really about God uh, fulfilling his promises to the Jews. It's really quite beautiful to read. Hmm. I'm just reading this in this next part, uh, 51. So it's uh, Acts 7, 51 says, you stiff necked and uncircumcised in heart and ears. You always resist the Holy Spirit <laughs> as the fathers did. So do you. That was, I, I was resisting. Resisting. I'm glad I'm not the only one. It's in the Bible. Yeah. See that? <laughs> I'm stiff necked, but I am, I, I, I'm not, I'm not uncircumcised. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Woo. Okay. Jan says, what? 
It's always been Vineyard. I know. We went there for a few years, left when Wimber passed away. I, I just drove by today, and I did not see the sign that I normally see that says Vineyard. Oh, That's all I can we're going to have to figure that we'll, out. We'll check it out. Uh, I'm not sure what happened. Um, if you haven't had a chance yet, type in hashtag Jesus in the comments. Hashtag Jesus. And Mary, I haven't seen Kate. Mary, I haven't seen you type Maybe it she's out. worried about you having to mail it to I don't Australia. Uh, of, uh, we don't Teddy, care, Kate. Teddy will fill it, figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. But yes, type in hashtag Jesus. We uh, uh, want to have a good contest here. We just don't. Uh, we want to see a bunch of names popping up. Um, anything else on the... Um, on the today let's cover the oh the new kind of apologist yes go ahead so we had a guest speaker at, at uh, friends tonight friends church and yeah i'm gonna remember his name sean sean mcdowell is it mcdowell i don't remember his last name and uh, sean mcdowell teacher at uh biola what i loved about it was that he's my kind of apologist because apologetics has generally rubbed me the wrong way. It seems very combative and confrontational. And I understand that people are very good at it and it serves its purpose, just not my cup of tea. So he gave a whole new, he has a very different take on apologetics. And he's basically, uh, he used in the context of cancel culture and is trying to explain to us, he's like, look, you never sacrifice truth and you always are obedient to the Lord and his commandments. He's like, but do it with grace, forgiveness, and kindness. And what was the last point? Let me take a picture of it. Yeah. And he says you will you'll have very, very positive results. Cultivate wisdom. Mm -hmm. So he's saying in this time, we need to be obedient. We never sacrifice the truth of the gospel, but we do it with love, grace, and forgiveness. And with wisdom. So he's saying, try to find ways to speak your truth with wisdom, and with kindness, forgiveness, love. Yeah, I think I need to hear that. I think for some reason, I can't. I don't know. I why. have no idea why. <laughs> I really enjoyed it though. I, I wasn't quite sure where it was going to go because I've had my yeah. concerns about your Blended Friends Church and um, being possibly leaning on the, the woke side of things. And um, so I was a little bit right. concerned. And uh, what I know about Biola, Biola has struggled with wokeness with their professors. And we have a couple of friends who've had children that have gone there uh, and came out the other end. Uh, Crazy. Not the same. Yeah. <laughs> almost like they're, they, um, almost like Biola is not a Christian well, and McDowell explained that. He said that, you know, when they, like, when he got into an argument with somebody, a Christian pastor about homosexuality, he said, listen, I believe that the, um, that God was very clear about the nature of a marriage between a man and a woman. But that does not mean I don't have empathy or love that I could show to somebody who struggles with same sex attractions. Um, and he said the Christian pastor came up to him and says, no, what you believe, your theology means that you hate. It's, it's a hurtful theology, and therefore, if you don't give it up, then you're a hurtful person. You are causing hurt. And he's like, that's, we've gotten to an extreme if within the church, 
that is the response that if you don't change your theology, you're homophobic. And so I, 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 that, that whole conversation really resonates with me because I've had those conversations with my daughter and, and it is so powerful to be able to tell your daughter, like, I, you know, I will, I am going to stand on this truth, but I will love you no matter what, you know, but you cannot tell me I want to live a whole life in sin and be, and I'd be like, yay. You know, I, I wouldn't do that for any sin that you wanted to live in. Yeah, they, they have to know that we're always going to fight for them, even if they are in a place not not willing to listen to why we are fighting for this particular thing. Right. Their, their mind is somewhere else. And uh, why don't you just let me do this thing? Why don't you just allow me to live this life? Because that's not the life God wants for you. Right. But, and, and, but we will fight for you. We love you that much. The love, the love that we have for you is so great. The love that Jesus has for you is so great. The love that Jesus has for us is so great. Yes. And then they'll they'll learn later on and be happy. Oh, maybe not. Yeah. Well, that's it takes a while. That's I tell my kids now. I said, you just wait until you have kids. Yeah. (laughs) And you'll say, Dad, you are so right. Yes, I knew. I know I am. All right, um, let's, uh, I'm going to make one more announcement because we have more people on than I see hashtag Jesus in the comments. If you haven't had a chance to type in hashtag Jesus, would you uh, please do that? Uh, we want to, to, to have a good contest here and, and give away a hat, uh, Carl says. Society has normalized sin. We have to continue to shine the light and set the example. Amen. <sighs> want to go on another tangent but uh yeah that i mean that's really i think one of the most important things um a man uh, of the the man of the household um has to remember of what carl says that we have to continue to shine and be the light and if we are telling them not to do something yet we are doing something similar <laughs> That it's really a hard message to hold up to. Yeah. But also adding love and grace mm. to it. So doing it, I, uh, a friend of mine was, oh, uh, yeah, this uh, one of the technicians I go to who's a strong Christian and her husband was scolding the, the kids, um, the, the daughters. And she says, I just, I'm asking, and he, she thought that it was really, it was mean. It was mean-spirited. And so she's like, just remember that you want to set an example of the kind of man you want them to marry. It's like, just please remember, what kind of man do you want them to marry? And so she's like, you know, if you are abrasive and mean and mean-spirited, then they're going to think that's normal. And then either they're going to be repelled or they're going to gravitate to it. But she says that, you know, it, that's what she meant by it. And that if you are gracious and kind and strong, uh, then that's the kind of man that they're going to want to be attracted to. Like, I want a man like my father, you know, that was strong and God-fearing, but kind and loving and forgiving and gracious. You can be stern without being mean. Right. 
Sometimes it's hard when you're really mad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or when you're having like uh, a fight with somebody else and then they do something that they at the wrong time. Yeah. So the trigger. Yeah. And that's um I think that's been uh that's been the probably one of the biggest changes with me has been able to do that better. I mean, say I'm cured, but it, it, it was hard back in the day because there were so many times that I was angry at somebody else. And then the kids would say something and I would just, yeah, you know, get very, very upset. I know and get that feeling, <laughs> that experience. I still to this day struggle with that and yeah. try, be like, okay, stop. This is not this child's fault. And um, for me, it's not even being angry at another person. It's just being frustrated with life, with just my death by a thousand cuts and then taking it out on my child. And she's like, she just walks in the room. And I'm like, what? And she's like, <laughs> what happened? You know, like, why? What's with the what like that? You know, yeah. and it literally sets the tone. Just the response. I've told you that even between us, hmm. the way when you don't hear something, the way you respond with what can set a tone with the, with the rest of the how the conversation is going to be. It happens with friends. It happens with spouses. It happens with children. Like it, it basically sets the tone for how the rest of that conversation is going to go. And I literally catch myself every time when she's approaching me, like I have to consciously remember not to do that. Um, because I, I really feel like it snowballs from there when I do that. Little tidbit, yeah, <laughs> for my peanut gallery. But again, yeah, I mean, you got to just always um, bring back, um, you know, the the how God treats us, right? that that forgiveness for some horrific, yep. horrific stuff. That you know, when I wrote my book, Walking with God and a Dog, that was the basis for the story. Was that that God's love for us was so so great that. I mean, he literally got tortured and and mutilated. and mutilated and nailed to a cross out of his love for us, and and then continues to this day to continue to forgive us. After he, I go, it would be easy for him to say, "After all, I did. <laughs> After all, I did. You're right. still gonna do that, right?" Like he's just say, "Forget you." I mean, if it, you in that again for the base of my book. That's what happened with my police dog. Is that one day the trainers beat him so bad that my dog laid down, and I could tell that he was just saying, "Like I give." Like he got beat so hard with mm -hmm. sticks uh, because he wouldn't, he didn't comply with something he was supposed to do, and I was holding the leash, and I felt it was, uh, you know, what we we learn all the time that by not doing something, you're just as guilty. Like the people that were standing by and watching Jesus getting tortured, mm. they're just as guilty as the guy that was beating him. And there I was holding the leash of my dog while he got beat. Aww. Very much like the story. And and then a few days later, I was in a situation where I was looking for a bad guy with a gun and my dog saved my life. If if it wasn't for him, I'd be I wouldn't be here today. He Aww. he bit the guy, pulled him down, the guy dropped the gun and later confessed that uh, when I was going to walk into the room, he was going to shoot me. And so and then and I just saw that there's there's an example that my dog so showed nice. me right in front of my face in, in real life. And, uh, um, 
and and just keeping that in mind when we're dealing with what we perceive to be difficulties. Uh, and, and yet it's show love that they could have wronged us and yet show grace. They wronged us, but we have patience. So true. You know, this other person wronged us and here comes a kid at the wrong time and we have to show them grace. It's not their fault that we're mad at this person over here. Absolutely. And it just it keeps coming around that grace and love and forgiveness are such a huge example that it, Jesus gave us. Amen. Sorry. Another, another rant there for a while. All right. One more chance. I'm going to give you a couple more uh, seconds here to type in hashtag Jesus if you have not done it yet so that we, we will give away this hat uh, to you. And, uh, and we'll do it right after. We talk about this fantastic app where you can listen to other Christian podcasters like us. <laughs> Not as good, but pretty good. Awesome. This is how you get it. <laughs> this podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcast today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. E-D-I-F-I dot app. 53 minutes. Yeah. So, yeah, we met the owner of uh, oh, no, Fitness Grill in Yorba Linda. Great guy. Persian. Persian. You guys had a lot to talk about. Home country, yes. Talked about food and family and history and coming to America and school, everything. And I remember meeting him like uh, 20 years ago, so he looked a little bit different than what I remember him. But uh, the same height, of course, and everything uh, about him. But um, very nice guy. Very, very cool. He's a Christian. Yes. By the way, I hope he doesn't mind me telling people, telling millions of people across the world uh, <laughs> that he's Christian. But uh, I did not realize how much of the Persian influence was in the menu until he started talking about yeah I, I figured when i with the kebab the the flatboard whatever it's called mm -hmm. i didn't realize that uh i that uh, tipped me off ah. because of the rice and the kebab very cool and the taste of the kebab all right should we get away this hat do we it got, we got sandy Please. v from uh youtube who uh was yeah, sandy uh, that's sandy yes. she put it we're gonna here. do a home church sandy we're gonna do a night of worship all right, here we go. So, you guys ready for this? This is per this is spectacular. I'm trying to fix Sandy it. Sandy and Jan. Here we go. Who's it gonna oops? Who's it gonna be? Sandy. <laughs> I love that. Congratulations, love that. Sandy V. We're gonna have to find a way to connect. You're gonna have to What are you talking about? She lives down the street. <laughs> <laughs> We could drop it off in the mailbox. <laughs> yeah. Do you have her address? Yes, I oh, do. Right, look at that. All right. We'll get, uh, we'll get this head out to you. Uh, well, uh, this, I didn't wear it for very long, but I'll still give you one that's still in the plastic bag. How about that? Oh, Sandy. So make sure and get one out to Sandy. Um, anything else, my love? That was our first giveaway. Yeah, that was fun. How exciting. I was so nervous. My heart was pounding. Oh, yeah. Not really. I like my new shirt that uh, Hedy had bought me today. Early at, Father's Day present. At the, the Bray Mall. Do you have anything else you want to say, Lovey? Because it's getting kind of late. Oh, I have this one story I want to tell. Oh, okay. <laughs> Going it. on 55 minutes. <laughs> All right, my friends. We got uh, a show to watch. We have uh, church tomorrow. We have church tomorrow. Happy, Happy Sunday. 
if you come to Calvary Chapel Chino Hills tomorrow, make sure and uh, if you see us, stop by and say hi. And, uh, wave to us. Please. That would yes. be very fun. And that is it. We're going to watch, uh, what's the name of the show? Tehran. Tehran is so good. <laughs> Want to hear about the episodes? No, we got, we got to go. Okay. <laughs> we'll talk to you guys later. Congratulations, Sandy V. Yes. I'll talk to you later. God bless. Good Bye-bye. night. <laughs>